What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, here we go. We are down to the final four for March Madness. This is Bolt Brady and his bro, the best place to get your sports gambling information. So welcome in our handicapper. What's up? Let's say hello, and let's also say adios to Gonzaga and Arizona. Two more number ones. See ya! Mm, you say hello, I say goodbye. <laughs> That's a song, right? <laughs> the Beatles, maybe? <laughs> uh, so I've just got one more number one to fend off in Kansas, because remember, that was my best bet, my biggest bet of this tournament was a number one will not win the national championship. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, so, what were the down. odds on that? Just minus 120. Okay. Yep. Put up put up 120 to win a hundo. Put up 1,200 to win a dime. Put so, up 12 dimes to put up to win 10. We're pulling for big Kansas to go down? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three down, one to go. Yeah, we can get into the final four here in a little bit. What uh, for the Sweet Sixteen? You got to kind of flash back to to last Thursday ish. What anything stick out? Um, what stick out? Well, I mean, Gonzaga struggled. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I think Houston, you know, beating Arizona, um, kind of saw that one coming. Um, I mean, Arizona just. I don't know. They were a little overrated. Yeah, I mean, they, they they handled them pretty easy. Every time you look up, it was just always kind of around 8 to 10 points, pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I also, you know, we, we had a feeling that UCLA would go down. Um, they actually scrapped a little bit more than I even thought they would. I mean, like we've said, they had a lot of experience, but, ah, man, just when I watch them, I'm like, How's this team good? Uh, that was the one I disagreed with you on. I, I thought they would actually sneak by Carolina. Right. Um, my boy Hawkes Jr., he was just, he powered through the ankle, but he, he's the motor that makes them go, and they just didn't have it. I mean, I, do they ever even dunk the ball? Not that that matters, of course, but. I mean, they've got to be the lowest flying team of all time. Their size is decent. I mean, if you see them next to, like, a St. Mary's or something, like, they had bigger guys. Yeah. It's just, I mean, literally, like, <laughs> again, not that it matters, but they just never dunk. Yeah. There's just not very much. Like, like no one's ever flying through the air, like, doing a sweet move. <laughs> you know, it's just, like, five Kevin McHales out there. Yeah, it's not that slow. <laughs> But the Villanova is a bit, a bit, little bit of a smaller squad too. Uh, one of those guys was like, you know, they're always going to be pretty good, but they're always going to be six foot eight and under. Uh, Villanova, mm-hmm. maybe Jay Wright's, you know, recruiting it that way. Yeah, no, I think it's the style he plays. You know, it seems to work. He's getting to the Final Four on a decent pace here. Well, he sure is. I mean, uh, do you want to tap into the Final Four? We can start with Jay Wright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think some people forget that big Jay Wright um, won the national championship twice in the last seven years. I mean, I think that this guy's kind of flying under the radar here. Mm, I bet if you looked at his bank account, it's not that not that low. I think I think he's getting recognition from the school. Well, no, his bank account's fine, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, it was, he in 2016 and 2018, they were the national champs. And, you know, all they do is talk about these other schools and Jay Wright balls. Yeah. 
Yep. No, I remember them winning it and uh Big DiCenzo, kind of that. He won the 18 one. It's, and as soon as they win it, those guys have to bail because their stock goes so high. Mm-hmm. is actually balling, though. Right? Yep. Went from the Bucks to the, the Sacktown Kings now. Mm-hmm. I like him. But, uh, yeah, Villanova's actually won that those two national championships. And then one of the most famous national championships of all time, Raleigh Massimino, mm-hmm. 1985, versus Patrick Ewing. And the Georgia, or Georgia, Georgetown Hoyas. Oh, yeah. And uh, did a little research on that one. The line of that game was actually 10. Georgetown was minus 10. Wow. Final score, Villanova 66, Georgetown 64. But get a load of this. You ready for this one? This was incredible. So, first of all, Villanova, just a little history here that's kind of cool. Villanova was the highest seed that year to ever win the national championship. They were the eighth seed. Hmm. And that still stands today. And they shot, ready for this, 78% from the field. Okay? But they shot a whopping 28 shots the whole game. 22 for 28, and they were 9 for 10 in the second half. <laughs> I mean, that's loads. Curry shoots more threes than that in the quarter. Well, I was going to say the, the three-point line wasn't there to tempt guys to shoot from out for far. Mm-hmm. So that's going to take down those long shots right there out of the equation. I guess. Yes, you could make an argument for that. That was actually 1985 was the first year that it moved to, to 64 teams. Okay. Yeah. And the shot clock was longer, too, so you could kind of putz around. That's right. But how about, I, So I, I looked it up because I was like, come on, is that a typo? Nine for ten in the second half? Ten shots by the whole team? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, talk about taking the air out of the ball. CBS is like, what's going on here? This is showtime. <laughs> this isn't cutting it. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, you know, more about Villanova. Um, so you probably saw that their second highest scorer, Justin Moore, tore his ACL right before the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, it was an Achilles. Total bummer. Feel feel bad for that kid. Was it his Achilles? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was ACL. Anyway, he's out of the game. Um, and the reason why we bring this up on a sports betting podcast is the line actually was minus one and a half. Um, Kansas was favored, and now that's jumped up to four and a half. Might even get to the five. Mm-hmm. So um, the thing about it is Villanova, Jay, our boy Jay, he only plays six guys. Like he uses one guy off the bench. Tight rotation, big time. So now that guy's gonna, that six man's obviously gonna start, and Jay's got to dip into some dudes that haven't played very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of been the, the rap with Carolina too. Is like the bench just isn't that isn't there. So it's like they call them the Iron Five because the guys' minutes have they're up there, um, and it's worked. So hopefully someone can step up and plug it in. But yeah, they, people don't think Nova can do it here against Kansas. Well, it, I mean, I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna. Uh, I mean, these guys play slow anyway. They're like the third, the three hundredth slowest team. In NCAA basketball, because there's way more Division One basketball teams than than football, but um, yeah, they're going to talk about taking the air out of ball. They're going to slow her down, and that actually starts off with our first best bet. Um, last week they went two and one. This week's first best bet under one thirty three Villanova. Because we're going to run some shot clock here. Oh, are they ever. I mean, do you watch them play. Like, they're slow anyway. And now Jay's like, and first of all, that's when Kansas is like, 
at their best is when they're out on the break. And Jay goes, guys, let's slow her down. Slow her down. Five <laughs> five passes, Hoosier style, before anyone shoots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you I saw the uh, the national Gatorade High School Player of the Year is going to Kansas. Oh, yeah. What state's he from? He's from Kansas. Is this guy Grady Dick. Oh, he's from Kansas, going to Kansas. Wichita, yeah. So they keep the recruits rolling in. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that kid's grown up loving Kansas his whole life. Now he gets to play for him. They had the the McDonald's like three ball and dunk thing was on. I think yesterday or something. I just kind of popped by. Mm. It was interesting that Arkansas, a kid, kind of committed to uh, his last name was Black, and he's going to Arkansas. It's the third five star that he got this year. Really. I'm like, geez, Musselman's, I mean, how's he getting these guys to all of a sudden be like, let's go to Arkansas? No kidding. What boosters whipping out the chippers over there? Yeah, because he brought pretty much the same staff with him from Reno. Huh. Um, So you tell me what's different down in the SEC. (laughs) The saying down in the SEC is if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, he, you know, Arkansas has been to two straight Elite Eights. Yeah. And here comes three more five stars. Well, I mean, you know, all kidding aside about throwing the chips out. We don't know if Musselman's doing that or not. Um, but They act like they're not. They let someone else do it. Right. Well, yeah, they're never close to it. I mean, you just have to watch the movie Blue Chips to know that. Mm-hmm. That was a legit movie, by the way. Um, I saw that probably two months ago. Is that Nick Nolte? It sure is, with Shaq Daddy. <laughs> yeah. and, and Penny's and, in it. And Penny, yeah. Penny's up against it right now at Memphis again. They, right. They, they have some violations. He took a little blue chippers um, <laughs> history and used it to his own benefit, maybe. It, huh. um, so anyway, where was I before the blue chippers? Oh, Arkansas. I mean, you go to, to two elite eights, you know, that's going to help your recruiting quite a bit. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you start making deeper runs that, you know, people are taking notice. Yeah. Speaking of Arkansas, they didn't look very good against Kansas. Or, I mean, against Duke. No. I mean, they they clamped down against Gonzaga because that's kind of what they do is is the defense and the pressure. I mean, they won the game before by shooting 28%, which is incredible. Uh Uh-huh. So I, I don't think Pretty's always in there offensive style but somehow they claw by well so and this is something to factor in for the final four um because obviously everyone's just chitting away about duke making the final four but i was checking out duke's stats um that game and they hit 55 percent from the field 40 from three ball land and 89 percent from the free throw i mean don't think you can really have a better game than that quite Mm -hmm. honestly yeah, good numbers. I mean, those are unreal. Um, and speaking of other numbers, so this is Krzyzewski's uh, 42nd year coaching, and this is the 13th time he's made the Final Four. So for those uh, math guys out there, that's about 30% of the time he's making the Final Four. Uh, yeah, I think it's 40 at Duke, so I mean, take away those first two. Right. Yeah, or even like just the first couple of years because, you know, you're kind of getting your feet wet and stuff. So that's pretty impressive that he's been that many times. You're getting into, uh, remember they always show T. Gray's win percentage. I, like, that's so funny. I was thinking the same thing. Wasn't yeah. it? It was 25% of golf tournaments he played and he won. Well, it, but yeah, no, but like over the 20-year run, it was it was over 30%. It was almost 33% mm-hmm. that he won the tournament. Good 
try, buddy. <laughs> Holy cow. If I enter, I'm here to win. <laughs> uh, and then I'm letting it rip in vague afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we'll have our master's one coming up here shortly for you guys. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Um, so another little history here that I think that's really cool um, and applies to this is, so Duke, North Carolina, who are obviously playing each other here in the Final Four, they've played each other 258 times, okay? Never have they met March Madness until now. Which is crazy. Isn't that? I mean, those two legit squads have never played against each other in, in March Madness. That's crazy. But yeah, I, I wonder how many times they they were thrown in the same like branch of the bracket. Like if just if the tournament put them in different spots or how that worked out. Yeah, who knows? I mean, but you would think like two squads that have had that much success would have met, you know, somewhere in the tournament, and they never have. Um, and also, Duke is um, wow. That's a sports books nightmare right now. Um, if they I, keep covering, if they win the national championship, mm. so um, sports books across America. You know, anywhere from 10 to 20% of all bets put on the national championship, people took Duke. So, um, and you know, the reason why that's a problem is because, like, the number one seeds, like the Gonzagas, they were like, excuse me, like four to one, and Arizona was like six or seven to one. You know, because Duke lost to North Carolina that last home game and then lost to. Virginia Tech in the ACC championship game, their odds got all the way up to like 14 to 1. You know, and so people have them like 14 to 1 to like 11 to 1. So that's huge difference for the sports books. Yeah, they were, you know, top 10, top 5 all year. And the, the way they finished there, people just kind of took them out of the mind. I mean, I certainly did. And they kind of started sneaking by a couple of these teams. Well, so did I. I mean, I thought that, you know, the youngins that they were, that um, they weren't going to be able to take care of the ball and stuff very well. But, I mean, they've they've looked the part up until now for sure. I mean, they haven't, you know, they haven't blinked. They haven't gotten scared at all. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they've taken the blows. Um, I thought Michigan State had the good chance against them, but they just keep answering the bell. Right. Bro, that, that Banchero cat is just, he's dominating right now. Yeah, they showed, you know, their last two games were in San Fran in the, the Chase Center where the Warriors play, and, and Steph even stuck around. I think the team flew to, like, Atlanta, the Warriors did, and Steph stuck around to kind of say what's up to Coach K and, and the guys um, before their first two games there. So I think he was giving them some words of encouragement and pumping them up, so I'm sure that kind of sunk in for them. <laughs> they had uh, on Twitter... They showed a picture of Steph talking to Coach K, and it was like DraftKings or someone's like, what is Steph saying to Coach K um, here, and what are your answers? And so everyone was putting stuff, and I was like, I'll hop in here. And I go, Steph's going, Coach K still can't believe you didn't give me the ride. (laughs) No kidding. The scholarship. (laughs) Right in your backyard, and my dad played in the league. And I'm just like the best three-point shooter of all time. And Yeah, and my dad was a pro. He played for the NBA in the NBA, and you didn't give me a scholarship. That's what he was saying to him. Mm. <laughs> His bro, um, Seth, even went to kind of a smaller tier one, and then Steph started lighting it up and getting on the map. Right. And then so his bro, I think by sophomore season, transferred into Duke for three years. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, 
Dude, when you're growing up and you've got the pro family background, I mean, you know, we grew up with a couple of guys like that. I mean, the word carries far and deep. I mean, you've already, like, people already think you're legit no matter what. I just can't believe, like, what the deal was with those guys. I mean, it must have been because they were, like, super small and skinny. Yeah, just undersized, undervalued, just not getting any props. Yeah, I think that's the one thing that some of the college guys are still missing is I'd like to see them come in a little bit more yoked, get some more muscle on them. Mm-hmm. Like Big Kofi, my boy from Illinois, like, let's start putting some muscle on. Like, I, like they don't realize, you know, how much that helps their game. I mean, without some footage of Carl Malone for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> I mean, bouncing off that guy. I don't even know if he could dunk, but good luck getting past those shoulders of his. Yeah, it's a fine line in hoops. Like you want to get a little, a little more yokes. Um, and if you look at someone like a Giannis early on, he has filled out quite a bit, but he's still relatively lean in terms of his frame. No, I get it. No, but he's yeah, he's way bigger. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen, I know you don't want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger out there, but <laughs> you know, just super jacked up. That doesn't work very well with hoops. But I mean, you can be bigger than like Kevin Durant and stuff. Or Chet Holmgren on Gonzaga. Well, that's yeah. I mean, Chet needs to start eating some Big Macs for sure. Yeah, because he's going to be getting pushed out of the lane real quick. Pushed out? I mean, dude, he's not going to see the court. Seriously. I mean, speaking of Giannis, just think what big Giannis would do to that guy. Huh. He's going to go top two is the problem. So, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's your take on the big Duke-UNC game here? Well, a few minutes ago, you, you kind of were calling back to Roley Massamine there, and you said their seed, and they were the eight. And, I, you know, if you look down here, that that's exactly what Carolina is. Mm. It's an eight versus a two, and the other side's a one versus a two. Um. I'm just leaning with Carolina here. I, I kind of, I feel like they things they're just kind of gelling and, and big hammock, the three ball assassin with the hair, dude. Yeah, he's legit. And I remember how you said he was at Oklahoma, and I saw some old footage of him, and he looks nothing like the Mountain Man right now. He had like the buzz cut, and he had like no facial hair. Yeah. So you wonder what happened. He must have met like a like a hippie lady friend or something. Um, at Caroline, yeah, I mean, you know, I remember that happened to a to one of my OGs in high school. He was like total jock, and then by the end of the year, sports had stopped, and he was hanging out with this hippie chick, and he went a little hippie. They threw him in like mountain climbing class for the Easy A, <laughs> and he met his he met his honey. <laughs> but um, you, you know, I'm I'm rolling with Carolina too. The plus four. One thing that we have um, going in our favor here is the last 10 games against Duke, they're 8-2 and two against the spread. So, you know, they match up well with Big Duker here. Um, and, you know, the national narrative is going to be, you know, Coach K's last year. So, remember, um, we said wait a little bit longer. <clears throat> Can't remember what game it was last week, but the line did go up. Um, and we're going to give out that advice again here. Why don't you wait till game time to pick UNC if you agree? Because uh, everyone's just going to be piling on Big Duke here. 
Yeah, I mean, so so these games are going to be Saturday, you know, late afternoon, early evening, um, and the second one, I think Nova is going to run out of manpower there and fall to Kansas, and then I think UNC is going to bring it home. That'd be great. Anyone but Kansas. Um, I will say that. You know how I like to take unders a lot. Um, I look for my spots in that. And I have a golden rule in college hoops that when Carolina or Duke play, I don't take the under. It's amazing how often their games go over. And I think one of the main reasons people don't talk about is they're legit at the free throw line. You know, I mentioned last week North Carolina as a team is 77%. Duke always knocks them down, too. I mean, I just mentioned their last game, they were 89%. So um, I was looking just out of curiosity because I was like, okay, if it gets up there, I might take the under. But unfortunately, I was kind of hoping it was in the 157 range, and it was the 151. I'm like, no, not touching it. And then I looked into it even more. The last ten game, or I'm sorry, the last six games they played each other, up, up and away, it's gone over the over. Yeah, some of these other ones, even some of those grinder teams like the Texas Texans, Arkansas, they're so aggressive that there's some foul calls in the mix there too. And I was just by the time they were getting close to the 11 minute mark and a half that was left, these teams were already in the bonus, and then you're in the double bonus with like nine minutes to go. It's like. Even if your free throw shooting's a little bit poor, like in the 60%, it's like the the numbers just keep going up there, the totals. You're exactly right. And I actually had the Arkansas under um, and with them, and I go, God, this thing is going to get drilled. And uh, because of that reason you're talking about with the fouls, and it actually came in by a half point. I think it, if my memory serves me correctly, it was 147 and a half. And it landed on 147. We'll take the W there. <laughs> Just grinding <laughs> and it. I, and I turned her off, too. I'm like, that's ball game. And then I looked at the score. That's a great feeling when you think you're going to lose the play. And then you turn her off. And then you look at the score later. And you go, you're adding up in your head real quick. And got it. Yes. What happened there? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. A um, few things um, that just came to my mind, and I don't want to forget them, especially when it comes to trying to win some chippers here. Um, not sure when this is going to come out, if we're going to be able to get it out soon enough tonight, but we've got an NIT game that I like also. It's a little bit off the radar. These guys are playing in Madison Square Garden, their Final Four, St. Bonaventure versus Xavier. We're going to take St. Bonaventure minus the one and a half. Just wanted to slip that in there. Taking down the X-Men. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get it. All righty. Let's get a round of applause and pump it up. Woohoo! Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now, trust them with the rest. Join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Go to Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping with the code BOLT. B-O-L-T. Now you have hydrating body moisturizer, deodorant. That's right, deodorant for the armpits, body wash to lather you up, and two-in-one shampoo conditioner. Woohoo! Let's pump it up. Now back to the show. 
And another thing that I'd like to mention, because I saw this on, you know, Twitter and stuff, and, and people are taking points in basketball, like college basketball. I'm taking, you know, I'm, I'm buying points. I'm buying an extra point and a half or whatever, or in the NBA. And just FYI, never, ever, ever buy points in basketball. The reason why buying points sometimes in, in the NFL makes sense, again, not college, just the NFL, is because about 27% of the time, the score lands on three or seven. Okay, so that's why you buy points. In hoops, there's way too much variance to ever buy points. Total, total waste of chips. So just wanted to get that in there. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So um, we're in agreement with Carolina. Yep, I like them. What about the Villanova, uh, Kansas City, or Kansas City, Kansas? Now remember, you don't have to make a play. Um, I I think Nova's in trouble here. Really? Well, don't you think that's what everyone's going to kind of think? They're like, "Wow, second best player, he's out. They don't have a bench." I would just say, watch out for Jay there. The coach. Yeah, he's a great coach. That's when coaching comes in. But I'm not going to take Villanova there, but I will will take the under, like I said, the under 133. So the way where I stand right now, UNC plus four, Villanova under 133, and if you can get the St. Bonaventure in tonight, minus one and a half. So who do you see as the national champ coming out of these four? God, it's funny you say that because you know what? I haven't even thought that far. We're just looking at lines here. I don't see teams. <sighs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I haven't, you know, the only thing that I'm thinking past this is I'm like, let's knock out Kansas. You know, let's get rid of that last number one. Um, I don't know. I think the, the UNC Duke game will be, you know, super interesting because you, you hear people say, oh, you know, the refs and the networks, they want Coach K to, to make it and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> is there some truth to that? Who knows? Maybe. Um, but I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see that game. National champ? Mm. Well, I guess we do need to say who the national champ yeah, is. Yeah, because it'll be Monday. Wow. Okay. Who did you say? I say it's going to be Carolina. Hmm. I do think, who, uh, yeah, for sure. You think whoever comes out of the ACC games, the champ? Oh, except, okay, that's funny. But the, if Kansas wins... I think the ACC teams will take them down. If Villanova wins, I think they might take them down. Hmm. <laughs> so that's pretty interesting, huh? So Villanova wins their game. I think they're the national champ. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. And um, if Kansas wins, then I think, you know, Duke or Caroline will take them down. I mean, Jay Wright's a good coach, but, I mean, let's not forget Coach K's on the other side. We're, we're going against Coach K if we're just going off coaching. Yeah. I mean, is Coach K still a good coach? I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he really does much. Kind of, You know what I mean? He kind of seems like he's just the authoritative figure up there. No, God. I mean, that guy knows what he's talking about when they break it down. Oh, wait. One last thing, because they keep, they keep hyping up this Carolina Duke, like maybe the best – you know, semifinal game of all time since when Duke played UNLV. Wow. And they were throwing back some stats on that one. So UNLV beat Duke the year before by 30 in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. And then remember the next year, it was the rematch. And that's when they showed all the guys in the hot tub. 
like with all the UNLV players with like the biggest bookies in Vegas. Oh, right. <laughs> they were in the hot tub like drinking champagne and stuff with them the game before. So, and I think they even they threw those pictures in Sports Illustrated. Uh-huh. That was before social media and Sports Illustrated was everything. And so they went into that ball game um, winning. UNLV had won 45 games in a row. And then they met Big Duke. They were the best thing to watch ever. No, they're easily the best college basketball team of all time. I don't care what anyone says. It's not even close. Mm -hmm. And they were the best. We used to get to watch them 8 o'clock, 8 p.m. on the West Coast. Um, Monday Night Madness. Oh, dude, was that unreal. Holy cow. (laughs) It was worth staying up for on the school night. Oh, it sure was. Time to go to bed, boys. No, it's not. Larry Johnson's on right now. We'll see in a little bit. Yep. That was unreal. But Duke got a little bit of help that that second year with the freshmen. Grant? Yep. Grant Hill came. Big G Hill was there for a little little help Mm -hmm. with Bobby and Leitner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, he was solid. So anyway, that was a little trip down memory lane. But how about 45 games in a row they had won until then? Yeah, they were amazing. Those those were good good years for college hoops. One of my, one of my buddies from high school, um, he was playing college hoops, and because um, it was Division two, and they were playing um, out in uh, Stockton, and UNLV and his team were staying at the same hotel because UNLV was playing. Who do you think? Pacific. That's right. UOP. And it was a small boat race. And they came back to the hotel room, and my buddy said that UNLV, all the players had their bathtubs filled with um, ice and 40s in there. <laughs> 40s of, like, old E and Mickey's and stuff. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> they were worried about it. They had a decent time. They were probably doing it the night before if they're just playing Pacific. No kidding. They're like, worry about it. I'm going to get my 12 minutes in tonight and I'm good. <laughs> and get my 12 dunks in as well. <laughs> <laughs> they were unreal. They're like, what's happening in Stockton tonight? <laughs> Not much, actually. No. <laughs> All right, well, it should be fun to watch. You just, just recap real quick again. The, the betting lines. Yep, yep. UNC plus four, Villanova under 133, and the NIT, St. Bonaventure minus one and a half tonight. If you can get her in. <laughs> yep, if it comes out. All right, looking forward to watching. We'll see if Coach K proves us wrong one more time, but uh, I like Carolina. But that'll do it. Enjoy the Final Four and the National Championship. We will still come at you next week. We got golf and some other things coming up, so catch you then. See ya. <laughs>